0: Welcome to Maximizing Your Life Podcast, where we give you the information you need to know about your faith, health, and finances. We'll have distinguished guests from the fields of medicine, faith, and finance. Prepare to maximize your life. Brought to you by W.A. Holly Ministries and Absolutely Affordable Foot Care. Welcome to the Maximize Your Life podcast. We certainly are blessed of God and delighted and favored of him to be on yet again. And we thank you, our listening audience, or however you may be viewing this podcast, for tuning in again for a fabulous podcast. Uh, we, so we have had so many great guests that have been highly trained, highly educated, highly favored of God. So many that have came on before. We want to invite you to uh, tune into the podcast you can go to wigo1570am.com know what to view the podcast or you can go to spotify awesome but today we have the busiest medical person <laughs> in the world <laughs> on us today and we just favor the god that she took time on her busy schedule to to be a part of our podcast we've been this is our first medium time medium of actually me being to see you you ever see me oh, i know dr raglan but this first time we're doing this type of uh, way of uh, bringing information to you. We've been on the radio before. She's so been on a few times before. But say hello to our audience. And we're going to get this going here. Yeah, I know you're busy today. So let's. Just... So you want to say hello to our audience?
1: Hello. How's everyone? I'm glad to be here. This is exciting. So, um, And I'm just looking forward to sharing some information and, and um, being a blessing. And I know you all are going to be a blessing to me. So
0: Right. Uh, so, okay. So I want so just some, just some housekeeping. Uh, I want to let you know about our um, sponsors. Uh, one of which is uh, absolutely affordable foot care PC. It's a mobile podiatry uh, business for which you can, if you are having concerns with your foot or your ankle or your leg, you can call 678-404-7093. So, it's a mobile podiatry. If you have any concerns there, call 678 404 Also, if you call the same number, we can arrange for tele- telemedicine for you to uh, be able to view your foot, ankle, or leg online. So, you can do that. It's a concierge business. So, specialize, just call us at 678 404 in order to get that information. Also, to remind you to listen to Walking Victory broadcast every Sunday at 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock p.m on the same station, W-I-G-O, 1570am.com. And you have now tuned in to the Maximize Your Life podcast, where we focus on faith, health, and finances, basically what you need to know. So if you want to make a donation to the W.A. Holly Ministries, you can go to Cash App, that's dollar sign, D-R-Holly, you can go to Cash App, or you can go to, uh, also you can also mail your gift to... uh, to uh, W.A. Holly Ministries, P.O. Box 87, Lawrenceville, Georgia, 30046. That's W.A. Holly Ministries, P.O. Box 87, Lawrenceville, Georgia, 30046. So now let's get to our guest, Dr. Yolanda Raglan, which has been chomping at the bit to bring us information. So, uh, Dr. Ragland, you where so many hats. Can has- I
1: correct you before we get started? It is Dr. Yolanda lewis Raglan. And the reason I actually make that correction, and I don't know if you know this, as a podiatrist, another, a, I was about to say, as a podiatrist, <laughs> you should know there is another Dr. Yolanda Raglan. She is a podiatrist.
0: That's right. That's she
1: actually right. is in New York. And so it's very, very important that you address me as Dr. Yolanda lewis Ragland. She and I are now friends. We've come to know one another. And um, (laughs) I don't want to receive any uh, x-rays of feet. I don't (laughs) want to receive any lab work from anybody over 18. So she says the same thing. She was trying to figure out why she was getting uh, labs for infants and why she was getting <laughs> prescriptions for things for little kids. So I just wanted to, before we get started, okay. Lewis Ragland um, and, and a fun fact about me, if you can't remember uh, Lewis Ragland, first of all, it's, 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 hy- it's alphabetical. So the Lewis is before the Ragland. Secondly, Lewis is my maiden name and uh jo- and Congressman John Lewis is my first cousin, his, yeah, okay. his father and my father were brothers. Um, I actually just came back in town from visiting uh, a first cousin of theirs um, in Detroit this past weekend. So that's the way to also remember. So just saying, you know, Lewis Ragland is a little different than, than Ragland. And she and I uh, have been confused with each other. And because this is uh, a podiatry, uh, <laughs> because this is Sponsored by a podiatrist. I want to be very clear that this is not Dr. Yolanda Ragland. This is Dr. Yolanda Lewis Ragland. So um, take it away with your questions. I'm ready to um, have a conversation about Black men and mental health. Um, but yes, I just wanted to make sure that we're very clear about that so people don't confuse the two of us.
0: All right. All right. Well, okay. And I'm glad you clarified that. And, I, and, I, and again, I'm, I'm just. Really excited about having you on with us today. I know you're going to share a lot of quality information. Now, um, you are a physician, an author, health consultant, consultant, entrepreneur, equity advocate, and a mother. So, is there any other? (laughs) I'm
1: also a transcendental meditation practitioner um, and a budding. Uh, Transcendental Transcendental Meditation Teacher, I will be completing um, my teacher training in about 45 days. So I will be done soon. Um, And I will begin teaching. It's a part of my integrative medicine practice. So um, that's another thing that that I do, besides uh, the fact that I do weight loss, weight management, but that's a part of me being a medical doctor. I'm actually double board certified in both pediatrics and bariatrics, uh, and bariatrics is the medical management of weight loss. Um, I started off as uh, you know just a general pediatrician, I got very interested in child and adolescent obesity, uh, but one of the things I realized is that it was very difficult to. Um, effectively manage children and adolescents without being able to engage the parents, um, also as my clients. So I went and got a second board certification. Um, and what most people hear when they hear bariatrics. Is they make the assumption that it's bariatrics, as in bariatric surgery, but bariatrics is the medical management of weight loss, and medical management doesn't always mean using medicines. It just means non-surgical. You know that as a physician, right? So when I say non-surgical, I do meal plans, um, I do supplements, um, I do you know uh, anything that uh, anything from I vitamin supplements, uh, natural herbal supplements to medications. Um, yes, I prescribe things like, uh, semaglutide and phenamine and, you know, all of the big, big wigs, but I also, um, do assessments and determine if people, uh, need more zinc and more magnesium and and more copper. There's so many, um, of the minerals and, and, and vitamins and nutrients that help us. Um, there's, there's all these processes in our bodies that if we aren't taking in enough of these supplements, then our cellular function is not optimal. And then we are just, our metabolisms are slowed down. Um, and we don't, you know, we, we just don't, we don't, function properly. Right. So sometimes people think they need all of these other big things, but they really need a multivitamin or they need um, to drink more water or they need, um, you know, some very basic things when it comes to men and women. As we age, our hormones are, are out mm-hmm. of out of whack. You know, they get a little bit um, um, out of control. So sometimes I have to do Um, an assessment of hormones and hormone levels. I do testosterone replacement for men. um, And I do, uh, you know, some of the supplements that I do are regulating hormones in women. So there's a lot of different sort of uh, areas that bariatrics touches that's not necessarily bariatric
0: surgery. Okay. Now, now, so I, I noticed that you, okay, you've been in practice for 20 years, is that correct? All right. So uh, and 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 so and so you're in DC in the DC area, right? Yes, I am. All right. So then I know it's also you uh, with your, so you're in, according to your bio, a, a, in one of the poorest and traumatized communities in the nation's capital. So did you pick that, or did it pick you, or is it your calling? I mean, I mean I'm just, just asking.
1: Yeah. I mean, I believe it's my calling. So before uh, before medical school, I was actually a Peace Corps volunteer in West Africa. Okay. I lived there for two years. Where's Africa? Well, okay. right. I was yeah, yeah, I was in Cape Verde. Um I did a health manual. Uh so I did some work in Senegal, Mali, Burkina Faso, um, and some other areas. And so one of the things I realized is that uh as a Peace Corps volunteer, when I came back and I went to medical school at Howard University mm-hmm. in um, northwest D.C., a lot of the, the things that I would sort of gone out of my way to do in this very, these very rural communities across the country, I mean, across the world, um, needed to be done right here in the nation's capital. So I purposefully sought, and this was, you know, where I was from. I left here when I was very young. We, my family moved from Washington D.C. when I was six. I grew up in Seattle, Washington, um, and so I definitely, you know, my mom had done a great job of getting us out of um, a situation where, you know, there we was a lot of, you know, uh, drugs and violence and so She just needed to get us out. And she was a single mom of four kids, three, I had three older brothers and I was the only girl. So when I grew up uh, in Seattle, um, went to school in California, went off to Peace Corps. um, One of the things I recognized is I was very blessed um, and I definitely uh, had experienced having more than enough resources, uh, went off to do this work in Africa And realized that there's a lot of stuff when I got back here that needed to happen right here. So I decided to um, purchase a home in Southeast D.C. uh, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where people needed the same type of community grassroots um, development. And, um, you know, I knew that kids not only needed to be... uh, seen and and cared for, but I think also there's just as much importance in having role models um, and community members that, that are advocates um, as it is for people to just sort of see you drive in, come into work, do your job, and then commute back out into the suburbs. So, you know, lots of people do that, but uh, I had made a decision to live in my community. And so my families see me in the same grocery stores. Uh, my kids, you know, attended the same uh, community events. Uh, you know, my kids, my daughters were, uh, you know, go to the Washington Ballet right down the street at mm-hmm. the, um, you know, Washington Ballet School. My son, you know, played drums at the Levine uh, Music School right here in Southeast DC. They played uh tennis at the Southeast uh, Tennis and Learning Center, all of this stuff, the stuff, the Boys and Girls Club, they did summer program. So I made sure that we were a part of the community. They didn't necessarily go to schools here because they did go to private schools. Mm. Um, but as much as I could incorporate my family into the community, I thought it was very important to do so.
0: Wow. And that, that's a blessing. I mean, I'm sure your, uh, all of your patients and the community itself is just invigorated by your presence <laughs> all the things that you're doing and everything so uh also i noticed okay so you uh healthcare disparities that's near and dear to you so uh so being in that community so you're able to address a lot of the healthcare disparities
1: yeah well i'm able to identify them obviously and then address them in different ways so how do i do that well first off just providing health care in a, a setting where Um, You know, we have deserts of sorts of, you know, healthcare workers, you have deserts of mental health care, you have oral healthcare desert, Um, you know, often we call places uh, that have very few uh, healthy food places to eat a food desert, but, you know, I have uh, stopped using that term, at least for my community, and my community is more of a food swamp, and that it has very few healthy food places, but it has lots of a deluge of um, food places that aren't healthy, right? So it's more wow, more okay. swamp than it is um, than it is a desert. So how,
0: how do you, how do you, how does, how would you tell our listening audience and how and how in fact is your community circumventing that? Then
1: so well, we uh, education 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 right so education mm-hmm. is key, um, and then providing alternative access. Um, you know, when I first moved here in Southeast D.C., we did not have um, a grocery store in Ward 8. Um, now we do in terms of the giant food uh, store here on Alabama Avenue. But it's still one of those things that you have to constantly um, uh, communicate with the management uh, about uh, healthy food choices and about pricing and about you know the quality of, of service and you know you have to just be very active and be and, and be a huge advocate. Um, Ward seven, which is close uh, to us, only has two grocery stores. And imagine when I you know I teach a lot of um, in terms of my residents and my students that for. Upwards of, there's something like 80,000 residents in each ward, Ward 7 and Ward 8. And for 80, for this 160, 165,000, that's three grocery stores. Where, Mm -hmm. yes, where if you look uh, and you compare, we have places like Ward 1 and Ward 2, where you have maybe 40,000, 50,000 residents and nine grocery stores. So mm-hmm. there is definitely disparities. And when we say health disparities, oftentimes people want to just think about uh, health care facilities. But mm-hmm. what are the other social determinants of health? The other social determinants of health are access to healthy foods, access to quality education, um, employment, um, as well as uh what are the other things? There's employment, education, housing, um, safe housing. There's also access to environment, um, safe environment and exercise. All of these things determine whether a community and a family can be healthy. And so when we talk about health disparities, most people want to just talk about diabetes, hypertension, and asthma. Okay. But you got to look at the things that affect those things, like okay. food sources, and you know the education um, of of the individuals in the community, and are they able to get out and and exercise and and get you know um, their steps in? How safe is the neighborhood? So all of these things matter, um, and how safe is housing? So so it's very important. So for me, living in the community mm-hmm. um, gives me an opportunity to really see what the disparities are and what the needs are and how I can best advocate.
0: So, I mean, I, I've been reading uh, more of late in terms of um, some of the alterations, if you will, by persons like Bill Gates and others with the uh, food in that. So what, what, what is that, I didn't
1: understand what you said. Well I, mean,
0: no, well, I mean, so they I've been reading where some foods Although you think it's chicken, they may may add some things to it to cause some other uh, changes within our food sources. uh, So you're talking
1: uh, about GMOs, like genetically modified foods?
0: Yes, and and, and anything else that they, uh, the government and I guess the conspiracy theorists out there saying that they're maybe contaminating or altering some of the foods that we may be consuming. Is that Something that you read
1: or... I I don't... So there's a lot... I think there's a lot of education that needs to be had. I do do think people need to read more. I think that part of the problem, too, there are GMOs, which are genetically modified organisms. Um, But the other thing is that, you know, this is what capitalism is about. If you want to spend the least amount of money and make the most amount of money and you don't Mm -hmm. want... And you're not holding people accountable... Um, Then you're going to find that food sources are being pumped with um, uh, steroids, you know, things to make things bigger and plumper so they can sell more of it and cheaper. Mm -hmm. And who gets that stuff more often than not are people in poorer communities who are not discerning Um, Who think it's great to have the chicken that looks like a turkey because it's, you know, they're spending less money for more product. Um, But it's very interesting how much of a a correlation there is between when people, how, um, how poor people are are and how overweight they are so okay. it's very there's a there's a big correlation between being poor and uneducated and actually being overweight because the food sources aren't as healthy mm-hmm. um you know you're getting that 10 for 10 at the front of the store of all the processed foods you know drinking so it's it's cheaper to get uh um a case of sodas than it is to get a case of water or quality water half mm. the time. You know, you can get some water that isn't really, you know, they're finding out you got to be careful. Even the water they're finding out some of these water sources are just yeah. a spigot out the back of some place that they're filling yeah. up with, with, um, in in bottles and you know they're calling it spring water <laughs> they're calling it so,
0: so what do we what do we do about okay well let's well could i, I want to get to the men's health concern. Education,
1: education education
0: so okay so what what would you say is the best Source of water and then in terms of um, so there's food, a or, lot of yeah.
1: reading to do because it keeps changing. So I, I okay. tell people all the time if I had a if I had stock in water, I would say, Oh, get this oh, one. Because, <laughs> you know, you got it, you gotta read about it, right? I have an ionizing machine. I actually do, oh, okay. um alkalinize my own water. Yeah, okay.
0: Um you grow but, your own food too, or uh,
1: yeah,
0: uh, huh? Do you grow your own food too? Or I'm just, I have
1: I'm, I have a small garden. I don't. I don't don't have a green thumb. I've tried. Oh, I have tried. My neighbor has a great green thumb. So I sometimes will get peppers from her, green peppers, zucchini. Mm -hmm. She does okra. All of those things I love. Um, And if I could grow more, I would grow more. but yeah, I, I think that um, growing your own food is important if you can, because guess what? It's going to have less pesticides. Okay. Um, and it's and it's not going to be filled with um, some of the some of like you said, the additives, you know, some things aren't normal, right? If they think mm-hmm. all things should have seeds in them. There's a reason that watermelons have seeds. There's a reason that grapes have seeds when you start buying these genetically modified things that don't have seeds in them because seeds are an inconvenience, um, Mm -hmm. then you're actually also altering the foods and it's probably not the best source for you. So I really do, um, you know, I'm a proponent of whole foods, Mm -hmm. uh, lots of vegetables, more vegetables and fruit, lots of water. um, But all of these things, like we're sort of, (laughs) hodgepodging all over the place. But yeah, mm-hmm. when I, I do talk a lot about food and nutrition. I've written um, a book. It's so funny. I usually have my book here on nutrition, but I had a client recently who came in and I sold the book to her because she, had, she was like, what is that? <laughs> Um, but it's called Dr. Yolanda Soul Food Therapy, mm-hmm. and it's on Amazon.
0: It's on the desk over there. And it's called,
1: um, yeah, it's actually that yeah. side of it's on that side of the office. But it's called um, Dr. Yolanda's Soul Food Therapy, and Soul Food stands for Savory Organic Unprocessed Living Food. So okay. I really talk about how to use food um, to, you know, control your your appetite to help you lose weight, burn fat. Um, and how to use vitamins and, and minerals and nutrients to keep your appetite down as well, because oftentimes people think they're hungry um, and they're really either thirsty or they're just not getting the nutrients that they need from the foods that they are eating because they're not variety. The variety uh, they don't have enough variety in their diet, right? So there's yeah. a lot of reasons to take multivitamins, um, and to eat as many whole foods and things. So which
0: possible. which vitamins or would you recommend? I guess. In terms
1: of so again, I don't have stock in vitamins either. Well, so maybe multi- Multivitamins. You got to read What's up on it? them. So I, the thing about vitamins is, I'll be honest with you bio um the bioavailability of oh, yeah, oral sorry. vitamins can sometimes be low in okay certain, um in certain brands one of the reasons i do iv hydration drips is because the vitamins um get uh, you get a hundred percent of bioavailability into your bloodstream Versus uh, certain brands, you'll take the vitamins, and you're only getting about twenty to twenty-five percent bioavailability, depending on um, how your your um, gut. And then again, how healthy is your gut? Do you have a lot of sludge in your gut? Are you somebody who goes regularly enough? Are you taking probiotics? There are a lot of factors wow, yeah. that yeah. determine like how much how much nutrients are you actually getting out of the foods that you're eating. Um, you have to have a good Clean slate. The the book that I wrote. The first chapter in it is detoxing your system. You okay. want to detox before you start a good um diet. Uh, when I say diet, I really mean nutrition program, right? Okay. And a lot okay. of times people are like, you know, the word diet is such a could be such a dirty word. Just,
0: they, <laughs> they
1: yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I don't need you to necessarily restrict yourself uh, or trendy diets, but I mean. What is your regimen of eating? And you need to find one that is sustainable, something that you can do on a daily basis. If you decide you're intermittent fasting, what hours are you doing it? Are they hours that make sense? Are you able to get your work done during? you know, so there's a lot of things to know, um, about choosing a diet, a meal plan, um, choosing, um, like I said, whether you're going to intermittent fast, uh, making sure you're drinking enough water knowing how much you already weigh because that determines how much water you should drink um there's so much to like yeah. uh making healthy choices when it comes to your food and so many people just jump in and are like oh i'm gonna lose 50 pounds but they really don't have a road map that's like jumping in your car pointing your car south and saying i'm going to atlanta but you don't have, uh, you know, you, you don't have directions. You don't really know. And, you, and you're hoping and praying that if you just keep driving south, you'll end up in Atlanta. Um, that's not the best way to get to your um, destination. The best way to get to your destination is to have a plan, you know, ha- be consistent and then have the the checks and, and balances that determine oh am i actually consistent am i going the right way what are some of the snags what are some of my you know plateaus and why and what can i do and then who's helping me along you know it's like if you were in the car who who would your uh, you know who would it be that it, you would call if you had that that phone call what was that there's a um lifeline right there's there's <laughs> the, uh, yeah. There's the uh, show, the game shows where if you had a lifeline, who would you call? Right. You call the person that you know that has the best sense of direction, has a compass, able to pull up something to tell you, or who's been there before. Who are you listening to? Right? Do you have accountability mm-hmm. partners? Are you really? Are you working with a doctor or a physician or a nutritionist? Like there are things that you want to do and put into place so that your success, um, you're more likely to meet. Success than to meet frustration. Um, And then you finally go, forget it. I'm not, I I tried. I tried to be on a diet. It didn't work. So I might as well eat what I want to eat. Well, you were probably just eating all the wrong stuff. There's lots of. Okay. Think like granola and all this people think some things are good based on the way it's advertised and it's actually mm-hmm. really not great for them mm-hmm. and so it's just a it's important to know what to eat when to eat it how to eat it and and to have um a plan
0: but dr raglan now when it's always time flies as they say when you're having fun so how do how do uh how do they contact you because i mean because again you are, are always a blessing and you, <laughs> So how do people contact you?
1: Um, my my uh, email is info at DrYolandaMD.com. I do have a website, DrYolandaMD.com as well. I'm going to make one, I'm going to uh, answer one question that I have on. So I put my... Um, my, my Instagram live on and somebody asked about juicing and juicing is okay. actually not a bad idea. Sometimes it could be too much sugar. Depends on if you're doing too much fruit. You definitely want to make sure you're doing a combination of fruit and vegetables. Um, and so, yes, um, juicing is a good idea, uh, but it's a part of a healthy uh, meal plan. It's not a, a substitution. So. Juicing is also one of the situations that if you don't know what you're doing, you could also not necessarily do that correctly either, because sometimes it could be too much sugar.
0: Wow. Now, you are now listening to viewing or this podcast and and Dr. Yolanda Raglan, the most fabulous physician (laughs) around. So uh, and she, uh, Dr. Yolanda Lewis Raglan, I had to get that right. So uh, so and she's been giving us a lot of quality information. Uh, and so if you want to get view this podcast, you can go to WIGO 1570 AM.com's website or to Spotify. I'm Dr. William Holly. You've been listening to Maximize the Life Podcast. You can reach me at 678-404-7093. That's 67678 678- 404-7093. If you want to mail a donation to the ministry, that's WA Holly Ministries. You can go to P O Box 87, Lawrenceville, Georgia, 30046. So, Dr. Raglan, we got to bring you back again so we can focus on some of the things you want to talk about related to men's health so, again, you want to tell them how they can reach you in the closing minutes we
1: have? Uh, absolutely. You can email me with any questions um, or if you want to um, acquire you know, acquire my services at info at md.com or um, my uh, website, again, is DrYolandaMD.com. Again, the book that I talked about is... Um, Dr. Yolanda's Soul Food Therapy—that's on Amazon. But if you contact me, um, I also um, can—I also sign personal copies and send them. So you know, info at Dr. Yolanda MD is probably the best way to connect with me.
0: All right, all right. So, so Dr. Ryan, right. again, it's been a blessing, and it's always a pleasure to be in your presence. And uh, I, uh, we are encouraging everyone that uh, has an opportunity to come to to go to the. Maximize Your Life podcast on WIGO1570AM.com or to Spotify. Again, the phone number to get to Min- WA Holly Ministries is 678-404-7093. So we thank you for being a guest today, Dr. Ragland. And we are always blessed in your presence. And we have to get you on again. because. <laughs> and I thank you for being patient with us today. Me and my technician, we had a little technical difficulties earlier, but this has been great information. And I know everyone that's going to view this podcast is going to be awesomely blessed. So God bless you, Dr. Raglan and God, Dr. Yolanda Lewis. <laughs> and God bless all those that are tuning into this podcast. It's been a delight and pleasure. Thank you for listening to Maximize Your Life, a podcast dealing with faith, health and finances hosted by Dr. William A. Holly. Join us next time. And until then, maximize your life.